Hey everyone, welcome to Dialegami, the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. If you are new here and we have not yet had the privilege of meeting you, my name is Travis Gold and I am the lead pastor at For the People's Church located in downtown Los Angeles. And my name is Kyra Gold. We are married and have an incredible son named Axel who was born in March of 2020. Amen. On today's episode of Delegami, we're going to be talking about praise. Woo! And praise is vitally important for us Christians. All throughout mm-hmm. Scripture, we are instructed to praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. We read in Psalm 150, verse 6, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Mm. So by any means we have to make a sound or use our breath is to be used to praise the Lord. Amen. Which is an astounding picture to think about. Everything that takes breath, that uses breath, or that has breath is to praise the Lord, mm-hmm. which he is worthy of our praise. I love what Psalm 145.3 says. It says, great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. Amen. We are sinners in need of a Savior, and we call upon our great and mighty God for salvation because only He can rescue us from sin that leads to death. And our response to this wonderful, merciful, saving grace and His deliverance is to praise Him. Not once and done, not once a week or even daily, but it's something we are to continually do out of the overflow of our heart towards Him. Amen which is a great challenge to me personally because it purges my pride when I'm tempted to be self-absorbed in my pain or feelings and it sobers me to get my eyes off of self and onto him, the one who formed me, the one whose dominion endures through all generations, as scripture says, the one who sits enthroned forever. He is the point. I am not the point. Yeah, yeah. He saved me from wrath. He saved me from death. He saved me from darkness. He endowed me with eternal life with him and through Christ adopted us into his family and gave us rights and privileges and access as co-heirs with Christ and co-workers with him. This Come is amazing. On. Wow. This is why praise is important and why our lives should be in a perpetual praise party because he is most worthy of our praise. Amen. Amen. All throughout scripture, all throughout the word of God, we see verse after verse about praising him. Yep. And that doesn't mean that, you know, it's a circumstantial praise, right? Mm -hmm. Just when things feel good or are exactly what we want and, and desire, we know that this life can be extremely challenging. Mm-hmm. We, we know in this life that we actually will suffer, that we're actually called to suffering. Right. But we also know that we can receive the message of God in the midst of severe suffering with the joy that's given by the Holy Spirit. Mm. Our call as believers, it's never to to minimize your pain, but instead to maximize your perspective. That's good. Taking it off of self and making it one that's heavenly, one that's Christ-centered, because as the author of Hebrews puts it in chapter 13, verse 14, for here we do not have an enduring city, But we are looking for the city that is to come. Mm. This is not paradise. Right. But there is one to come. And I find that I only enter into spaces of defeat or disappointment when I try to turn this side of eternity into a paradise it was never intended to be. Mm, But a new heaven and a new earth, they are coming. And there's something more significant than my pain today. Wow. There's something through which victory has already been secured and his name is Jesus. Amen. 
So complaint, assumption, gossip, they're all amongst the dead dust that the enemy is committed to living in. Mm -hmm. It divides, it isolates, it corrupts and manipulates. It drags us down into the darkness of wretchedness, leaving us in a pit of ignorance, delusion, pity, and dread. Mm. But grace, on the other hand, it humbles us. Mm -hmm. It puts us in right position before the Father, allowing us to surrender to praise. That's good. And praise that lifts us up into the glorious light of God's presence because praise is an overflow out of communion with and enjoyment of Him. Mm. So if you're having a hard time right now, or you know somebody who's having a hard time, we pray that God, through his word shared in this conversation and by the power and work of his spirit, would show you that he truly is enough. Amen. And that there is joy to be found in your limitations because these limitations, this this fallibility that you have, it points to his complete sufficiency, Amen. his complete beauty and glory. Amen. And that is... That overflows to praise for our perfect king mm. because he is worthy of our praise. Amen. In our praise of him, our, our flesh is purged. In our praise of him, our perspectives are expanded. Mm. In our praise of him, our hearts are healed because we cannot truly praise him without satisfaction in him. Yeah. And satisfaction in him comes from knowing, believing, and trusting him in faith because only then can we stand before him in wonder and awe. So we can choose to be grumbling, defeated Christians or by the power and work of his spirit, we can surrender to praise and be praising triumphant ones. Come on. There is no faster way to kill pride than to enter his courts with praise. That's good. Than to humbly go before the king of kings entering his courts with praise. Amen. And that's what our pains, that's what our problems, that's what our fallibility are supposed to be for us. Opportunities to be made more into the image of Christ. Opportunities to look more like Jesus. Amen. As these indicators of our flesh are brought to light and therefore under the submission of Christ, bowing down to the glorious riches of his grace, restraining our pride before the king. Mm. So with all of that being said, let's jump right into this conversation on praise. Let's go. On today's episode, we're going to be sharing several things the Bible reveals about praise. We'll be unpacking several biblical truths surrounding the instruction of praise, the gift, the offering, the sacrifice of praise. Mm -hmm. But before we jump into what scripture says about praise, let's all get on the same page by defining what praise means biblically. What mm -hmm. is praise? What do we as Christians mean when we say praise? Take it away, Pastor Trav. Praise comes from a Latin word meaning value or price. So to give praise to God is to proclaim his worth. Mm. Many terms are used to express this in the Bible, including blessing, glory, thanksgiving, and hallelujah. Hallelujah is a translation of the Hebrew for praise the Lord. Right. And the Hebrew title of the book of Psalms, a.k.a. praises, comes from the same root as hallelujah. Right. In fact, the ultimate purpose of the book of Psalms is a model for God's people on how and why to praise the Lord. Come on. Speaking of the book of Psalms, the first biblical truth we feel led to share about praise is that praise is our response to his great love towards us. Amen. We read in Psalm 117 where it says, Praise the Lord, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. For great is his love towards us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Amen. 
And we see elsewhere in Scripture that we are to praise God at all times with all of our hearts. Psalm 86.12 says, I will praise you, Lord my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever. But specifically here in Psalm 117, our praise is a response to his great love towards us and also his faithfulness that endures forever. Mm. And I love these two powerful verses in Psalm 117 because they ground me and sober me in the greatness of our God, especially when I'm consumed by self and therefore cannot praise him because my focus is inward instead of upward, uh, focusing on myself, my reality, my feelings to the point where I cannot see the glory of God, even in the simple fact that I have breath inside my lungs and blood inside my veins. So when I read, for great is his love towards us and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever, praise the Lord, I'm reminded of a host of promises in his word. For example, Psalm 145 verses 8 through 9 says, The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. In 2 Timothy 2, verse 13, If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. He cannot change, even if we are faithless. That's how good he is. And then in Psalm 145, 14, it says, The Lord upholds all who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. And I love this verse in Psalm 145, uh, particularly because of its dichotomy. There are two who's, if you will, in this verse, similar but different in their lowly positions. First, the one who falls, the one who experiences calamity, and it says the Lord upholds all who fall. He bears up, he sustains, he establishes, he upholds you even when you fall. Mm-hmm. And then it says he lifts up all who are bowed down. In both cases, you notice you're on the ground, whether it's self-induced calamity or the other position out of reverence and fear of our holy God. So whether you're in the pocket with God or falling flat on your face, the Lord promises to uphold or lift you up depending on what camp you're in. Mm. And speaking for myself, I've been in both camps before and I'm grateful for his steadfast character, his promise keeping nature that keeps my life secure. Mm. And this leads me to to praise him more increasingly day after day, moment by moment. Mm. So part of praising the Lord without ceasing involves remembering his faithfulness, his promises, and his steadfast love that does not waver, that isn't conditional or based on how I behave. If I have fallen flat on my face or if I'm bowing down in reverence before the King of Kings, it doesn't change. Psalm 36, 7 says, How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. His love is everlasting and unfailing, and that's something to praise him about regardless of the season because that is simply who he is. God is love, and he is supremely good. Amen, amen. The second biblical truth we feel led to share about praise is really a five for one. (laughs) Based on the verse... Based on the verse that these truths come from. So that's why we only have two major points today. But that's because the second point is really five biblical truths (laughs) about praise. And they are, I'm going to give them to you up front. They are one, that praise is through Jesus. Two, that it should be continual. Three, that it is an offering to God. Four, that it is a sacrifice and five, that it is the fruit of openly professing his name. Wow. 
let's take a closer look at the verse from which we gathered these five biblical truths about praise. In Hebrews 13, verse 15, we read, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. Amen. Whenever we see a therefore in scripture, you want to look around to see what the therefore is there for. (laughs) So let's take a look at the chapter for context. Mm -hmm. In verses eight and nine, we read that, you know, in verse eight, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And in verse nine, that it is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace Jumping down to verse 11, which reads, The high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp. Verse 12, And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. Mm. Verse 13, Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore. Wow. For here we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for the city that is to come. Mm. Verse 15, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. Amen. The fruit of lips that openly profess his name. We see here through these passages that Jesus is worthy of our praise. Amen. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is a sure foundation. He is a rock upon which we can stand and build. We can bank on that. Yep. We see that Jesus suffered outside the gate, giving parallel to the old covenant sacrifices, mm. right? That he suffered outside the gate to make people holy through his blood. Wow. We see in verse 13 that that we are to get outside of the comfort zone of our camps. Mm, that's good. Why? In order to bear the disgrace he bore. Mm. We must be willing to sacrifice our lives as he did. Man. Because we are looking for the city that is to come. A paradise that has been promised in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now we can read verse 15 again in context and by the power and work of his Holy Spirit, pull out these five biblical truths about praise for application so that we might be made more into the image of Jesus. Amen. So Hebrews thirteen fifteen. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. Mm. The fruit of lips that openly profess his name. So good. What's the first thing we see here? We see through Jesus. Mm-hmm. That our praise is through Jesus. Yeah. That he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That we can stake our lives on him as our sure foundation. Amen. He is not a vulnerable variable. <laughs> yeah. He is the rock upon which we build. It is through Jesus that we praise God. Amen. What's the next thing that we notice? So if we continue through Jesus, therefore, let us continually. Mm. We read, let us continually. We see here that our praise ought to be continual. Wow. That we would sing songs of praise and also live lives of praise. That's good. Where we offer our lives to him in praise of him. That it's something that we do in every part of ourselves, that we give over ourselves as praise to him. Mm. Every thought, right? Right. We, we make it obedient to Christ. Amen. 
every desire consecrated to God in praise and value of who he is. Mm. If we continue reading, so we've read through Jesus, therefore let us continually offer to God. Mm. Wow. Our praise is an offering to God. Mm. It's not about us. Thank you, Jesus. But it's about his value. Amen. It's about his worth. Mm-hmm. As it is written in Romans eleven thirty six, for from him and through him and for him are all things. Amen. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. Wow. We see here that praise is a sacrifice. Yeah. Because of our one-time sacrifice in Jesus, we no longer offer the animal sacrifices required by the old covenant, but instead through a new covenant entered by his blood, mm-hmm. wow. we can offer a sacrifice of praise. Because of Jesus, the one who rescued us, mm. Our praise is worthy <laughs> to offer as a sacrifice of praise to a perfect and holy God. Wow. And so it should cost us something. Wow. It should cost us everything mm. because we consider everything lost for the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, our Lord. Yes, Lord. Let's continue. So taking it back to the top again. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise. Mm. What's the, the, the last thing that we notice in this verse? We read the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. Amen. We see here that praise is the fruit of lips openly professing his name. Mm. Praise starts in finding satisfaction in Jesus. Yeah. And in enjoying our father, Mm. praise is a sacrifice. It's part of picking up our cross and following him. Wow. Therefore, as believers, our priority should be the cultivation of hearts hidden in Christ. Mm, That's good. And hearts that are hidden in Christ are the fruit of hearts that treasure Christ. Mm -hmm, That's good. We should be looking to harvest seeds of fruit that stand in awe of God and Mm. marvel at the glory of Jesus. Yeah. Everything else, our serving in the church, our loving our neighbor, our evangelism, our helping the needy, that's only going to wear us down into wretchedness, just doing things apart from Christ, right, in our own strength, Mm -hmm. and heartbreakingly simply become works-based. If you are not grounded in his grace and carried by his awe-provoking glory, everything else that you do is going to wear you down. But when we serve emboldened by the Spirit, but when we serve with our eyes fixed on Jesus, but when we serve out of reverential fear for the King of kings and Lord of lords to which we owe everything, it's praise. Mm. In Proverbs twenty-seven nineteen, we read, As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Wow, that's, that's real good. Our priority as a church, therefore, should be to have hearts that marvel at the grace of God. Amen. To have minds shaped by the truth of God. Mm. To have our vision and our desires 
tethered to the glory of God. Amen. Our rest as a people should be founded on the sovereignty and character of God. Mm-hmm. And our hope should be rooted on the promises of God and Jesus. Right. Our services, our obedience should be in response to and therefore reflect the life altering reality that Christ is risen. Amen. Because if it's not, then our obedience to God is merely a performance and our service to him is simply self-regulated works, not from the spirit led dying to flesh, Hmm. which means true praise will be far from our lips since the type of praise that God asks of us is the fruit of professing his name. Thank you, Jesus. By his spirit and in truth amen wow 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 thank you kyra for sharing that uh that was so encouraging and edifying uh what an incredible way just to walk through that passage in hebrews Uh, i was just closing my eyes over here just having a moment with the lord and it led me to praise so uh thank you for that and uh what an amazing what an amazing piece of scripture in hebrews 13 praise god praise god I love that you also brought up that verse in Proverbs, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. I just love that verse. It's such a confronting verse that makes us take an honest inventory of what our lives are truly reflecting. Wow, yeah. Praise of ourselves or praise of our Father in heaven? Come on. Praise of our name or the name that is above every name? Come on. It sounds silly when we compare it like that side by side, but I've been a fallible human for 30 years, and one thing I know is that I like to praise and prioritize myself first a lot. Mm-hmm. But I love that you said that our heart as the church is to have hearts that utterly marvel at the grace of God. Mm. And I love how Paul writes it in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30 through 31. It says this, It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, mm. who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Come on. So our boast and our confidence is in Jesus, who had no sin, but became sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus is why we praise. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God is the storyline. Jesus, his person, his work, his message is the means, the purpose and the ends. In response to who he is, we should be filled with awe, provoking reverence and fear. Right. Approaching God continually in adoration of his unrivaled majestic beauty. Amen. We are imperfect people and our imperfection should point us to the one that is perfect. Amen. It should not point us further inward to the temptation to indulge our self-centered appetites. Yeah. But instead, it should point us upwards to his perfection and glorious wonder, which is worthy of our praise. Amen. Our revelation of our insufficiency isn't meant to stay there in a party of me, myself, and I. Yeah, that's true. But instead, it's to point us to his all-sufficient glory. Amen. In Jesus' name, by the power and work of his spirit, we can dance in the victory he has purchased for his glory and for our good. He is the highest good. Amen. Which means we do not have to be those grumbling Christians. Right. For in our delight in him is his glory in us. Mm. 
Thank you, Jesus, that in you our praise is worthy to offer. Amen. Would your name be hallowed and your will be done. And to you be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Well, that's going to be it for now. Thank you so much for listening. We are greatly humbled that you are here. And if you would like to support this free resource, check out the link in the description of this episode. And if you feel led, we would also love to hear from you in an email, DM, or a review on Apple Podcasts to hear what the Lord is highlighting to you through His Word in each episode. Keep a lookout for new episodes weekly on Mondays as the Lord wills it. And in the meantime, remember to always love God, love His church, and faithfully build your foundation on Him. In Christ with prayers and love, deal like my the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. Peace. See you next time.